Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. It is a tragic, tragic day, not just in America, but across the world, as we can all identify as parents with the loss of a young child. 27 school shootings in the US, by the way, since 2020 and 2022, over 140 dead. And this particular occasion as well in Texas, 19 children dead, two adults in the attack on Rob Elementary School. Joe Biden, for the second time in less than two weeks, because the last time, of course, was the, the supermarket, um, where a lot of people were shot in that racist, horrific racist attack. It was actually horrific to watch. Somebody sent me a clip, and I don't know why they did it. They sent it to me on WhatsApp, and I opened it. You can't see something like that. It was like a scene. It was like these kids are watching Call of Duty or something, and this is, it's just they can't separate real life. But anyway, President Joe Biden on Tuesday tried to console the nation, reeling from the, another mass shooting, demanding action on gun control. And, of course, the Second Amendment in the United States, which has always been controversial. Uh, but to speak to me a little bit more about that is, and what happened is Larry Donnelly, who's a law lecturer at NUI Galway and political columnist at thejournal.ie. Good afternoon to you, Larry. Good afternoon, Niall. Larry, I mean, as a parent of three children, I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to get a call from a school principal to say your child, your five-year-old, your seven-year-old has just been shot dead by an 18-year-old with a gun. I mean... It just doesn't enter into it because it doesn't enter into our thinking here in Ireland. And no, then, it's it's, un, it's unfathomable at every level uh, imaginable. And I suppose what makes it in some ways even more unfathomable, Niall, is the reality is that this, uh, you know, there were young children who were killed, but they were killed by an 18-year-old boy. I know legally you're supposed to be a man, but he's a boy. Uh, and the fact that his, his objective when he uh, turned 18 was to go out and buy two, you know, hugely powerful weapons like which, which that. he boasted about on social media yeah we've seen those photographs that. of them on a, he has them on his bedroom floor yeah and i mean what does that say uh culturally and otherwise and again now you mentioned the shooting in buffalo that also was carried out uh, by an 18 year old boy uh what does it say about the culture uh, and about the society, uh, that 18-year-olds are so filled uh, with venomous rage and hatred um, that they go out and kill people. One of them was motivated by racism. But this this individual, I don't know what, it, it, you know, he shot his own grandmother, for God's sake. But how, uh, I believe I, she survived, terrible. although the poor woman probably wishes she was dead at this stage. I believe she survived and she's in the hospital. Um, I, I mean, similar as you mentioned, uh, the, the recent shooting as well. But this is the second biggest mass shooting in the school since Sandy Hook. Of course, there was 29 children killed in Sandy Hook. And again, there was no real motivation there apart from religious, possibly, at some point. Uh, but in saying that, I don't know what motivates them, and I rack my brain all last night. And when this news came in last night, we last night when the, I seen it coming up on my phone on Sky News, and I mentioned it on the air, and I said, "I bet you it was an eighteen-year-old," and it was, and it's always an eighteen-year-old or something in and around that, a young man, you know, between the age of seventeen and twenty-five. And it's there's just no. You're right. There's no motivation. I start thinking: Is it video games? Is it the way they're brought up? But it all comes back to one thing: the availability of guns, doesn't it? Absolutely. You know, and, you know, this is really what, quite frankly, disgusts me, uh, is that we have instances like this, and we hear politicians laying the blame everywhere else. You know, the blame, uh, mental, undiagnosed mental health issues. Or Ritlin gets the blame. Yeah, even even more perversely, uh, the idea that if we only we had more guns and more security, then we wouldn't have as many mass shootings. Uh, they blame everything else except for the reality that 
uh, access to guns in the United States into high-powered weaponry is far too easy. Of course, uh, around the world, people have mental health issues. Of course, uh, young young people are troubled. There are lost souls out there. But there's no ma- there's no real mass shootings elsewhere because these individuals can't get access to guns. That is the bottom line. And the fact that politicians are willfully blind to it and so in hot to the National Rifle Association and the gun lobby uh, is disgusting. It's indefensible. Uh, and here we are now. We'll have this conversation today. And what will happen? Nothing. Memories will fade. Uh, things will go back to normal. Then we'll have another mass shooting. Uh, then we'll have the conversation again. People like me will speculate as to whether political action will happen. Uh, but okay, happen. but let, let's look at the political action. And you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Joe Biden in the world, but I listened to him on the news there, and I couldn't agree with him more. And maybe he is the man to do it. Maybe I mean, many presidents have attempted this. Nearly every president, by the way, has attempted to get involved in the gun lobby and go against the NRA on many occasions. Who, by the way, will blame the NRA? Even the president himself blamed Ritlin many, many years ago as well. There is a connection, but it's a very small connection. That still doesn't give us a reason as to why somebody picks up a gun and shoots somebody. And Joe Biden has it right. You know. The only reason you have a gun is to kill somebody. I mean, what other reason would you want a gun for? You, you know, unless, well, I suppose if you want to go to a shooting range or something like that for marksmanship or hunting. But generally speaking, your average Joe only has a gun to kill somebody, defend themselves, kill somebody. So what can a president actually do? Because every president who's tried to do this, it's poisonous. Because it, they just have so many people, particularly Republicans, against them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, very hard to move the needle. Now, there is gun control legislation with some modest provisions. That is waiting period, uh, background checks, things that are backed overwhelmingly by the American people. That legislation has passed the United States House of Representatives, but it has stalled in the United States Senate. The reason for that uh, is in the United States Senate to get, because of its labyrinthine rules, to get things done, you need 60 votes, basically a supermajority to get things over the line. Uh, they don't have 60 votes. Uh, the question becomes, w- could this push uh, a couple of lawmakers into that category? Uh, my suspicion, however, is that it won't, and the status quo uh, will prevail, and Joe Biden won't be able to get anything done. Remember, I mean, uh, Biden and, and Obama had a Democrat, Democratic majority. Uh, they couldn't get much done uh, on the gun issue. So it's an intractable problem, and that's why I really despair. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously appealing to the lawmakers to stand up to the gun makers and the lobbyists who said that, you know, they're basically a, pre- a prevented common sense gun laws. But I, I, you would know more about American politics than I do. When it comes to making laws with regards to guns, the Second Amendment, I'm sure similar to our own constitution, protects the American people and their rights to purchase a gun and walk into Walmart and get one. And I, when I'm over there on, in Florida on a regular basis... I see these aisles and aisles of ammunition and I'm literally picking them up and look at them because it's a novelty factor to me, of course, because I don't see ammunition in a shop in Ireland. But it, 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 literally you can walk in and buy a gun. If you're, yeah, a, citizen, if you're a citizen, of course, uh, that you have that right under the Second Amendment. So how can they change the laws? Could they, for example, bring in a law that, yes, you can buy a gun as long as you're over the age of 30? Because the majority of these shootings are happening. It, it's young people are the ones that are doing it. Yes, yes. My, the answer is yes, they could. I mean, constitutionally speaking, you know, we're talking about a, a right to keep and bear arms. And, and if you look at the type of arms they were, they were talking about uh, when the United States Constitution was drafted, uh, it certainly didn't include uh, assault weapons or these high-powered guns, which, as you say, uh, there's only one reason somebody has it, and that's to kill lots of people very quickly. So, yes, there is scope to constitutionally regulate gun, gun ownership. And you're right. 
the right to arms is not going to go away. Uh, you know, people will always have guns for to defend their homes, their property. Uh, hunting is another big pastime in the United States. But you don't need the type of guns that are used to carry out mass shootings. You don't need those to do any of those things. And constitutionally, they absolutely can uh, regulate uh, the type of gun you're able to purchase. They can have background checks. They can have waiting periods. All of that stuff is constitutionally permissible, but it's not politically doable, unfortunately. I seen a tweet last night, and I don't know how true it is because there's a lot of misinformation out there with regards to you know Twitter and social media. But somebody mentioned that more people have been killed in America in mass shootings in the last twenty years than have been killed in Iraq. Is that even that, is that possible? Well, obviously, when I look at this, twenty-seven school shootings in the U.S. in twenty twenty-two. That's only in a six-month period, and over one hundred and forty are dead, and God knows how many are injured. And I have a list of them all here. You know, from Buffalo, New York, California, Houston, Milwaukee. No state seems to be really safe. Although most of the states, uh, it seems to be quite quite prevalent in some states. But is that actually true that more people have died in American mass shootings in the last twenty I, years than died in Iraq? I, I haven't seen I haven't seen that stat. I'd like to see it verified, but it wouldn't hugely surprise me. I mean, the reality is, uh, gun deaths happen in the United States constantly, every single day. Uh, and the sad thing is, uh, we're so sort of uh, you know immunized to them now, in a sense that uh, unless it's a really horrific incident such as this one, uh, the shooting uh, the, the shooting dead of two or three people barely even makes the news mm. uh, because it is so commonplace. And you know, again, uh, there are sadly. There are politicians who think that that is a price worth paying so that anybody who wants one can go get a high-powered gun. Uh, that mindset, I'm afraid, is sick. That's the only way you can describe it. And it's a, it's a consequence uh, of the political culture in the United States and, indeed, the role of money in American politics so that so many politicians are sponsored effectively by the NRA, which then demands 100% fidelity uh, to its dogma, which is no gun control restrictions of any kind ever. I mean, would it be political suicide for Joe Biden to go a hell for leather on this? I, I don't believe he's going to. Maybe Kamala may, but I don't believe he's going to because I, I get the impression he's not too interested in this presidency. That's just my own personal view on it. But, but do you think that would be political suicide for him to get involved in this and go against the NRA? I wouldn't go so far as to call it political suicide uh, however, and you know, and this is what Democratic strategists will be watching, is that in some of the tight-run congressional districts, don't forget, I mean, this is, we're in a midterm election year, it's likely to be bad for Democrats anyway. Uh, in some hard-fought congressional di- districts, uh, Democrats who take a hard-line stance on gun control, uh, that's not a very favorable position for them. Uh, so, you know, it could have damaging consequences. Political suicide, I think, is probably overstating uh, the case. But, you know, look, is it likely that he's going to go hell for leather? I'm, I'm not so sure uh, about that. Uh, you know, and again, what happens here inevitably now is that an incident happens, memories fade, we go back to the status quo, people vote uh, the way they do. And, and are, sad, on, isn't on it? Yeah. It's so sad that yeah. tomorrow's another day, so to speak. And it is, it is really sad to think that we can just forget about, as we did the 29 children who died in Sandy Hook, we can forget about these 19 children who have died and, and two adults as well. We can just forget about them again tomorrow or next week they'll be just forgotten, like uh, the individuals who were shot in the supermarket uh, going back two weeks ago. We've already nearly forgotten about that as well. And it, it is sad and nothing ever, nothing will be done about it. No, I mean, no, if that was Ireland uh, or any other country, mind you, it won't be because we don't have those gun laws. But Although we do have quite a lot of guns in this country, but most are regulated, well-regulated. But if that was Ireland, I mean, something would be done about it. If it was any other country, something would be done about it. But uh, not well, in America. Absolutely, absolutely not. I mean, we only, we only have to look next door. 
there was a mass shooting carried out in Scotland uh, a number of years ago, and the, the, the legislature there immediately stepped in, banned the, the type of weapon that was used, and there's been no mass shooting since. It was in, uh, in so, Dunblane, yes, in Dunblane, that's right. Yeah, so that, I mean, the, you know, that that's... That's the answer. The answer to these things is make guns harder for people to access. But again, uh, because, of, uh, because of a lack of political will in the United States, that just isn't going to happen. Uh, and look, I push back on a lot of people over here who I think are unduly critical or stereotype Americans. I, 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 don't, I have a problem with that. But on the gun issue, they absolutely have a point. When it comes to guns, America is broken. Mm. Well, I would listen. I appreciate you coming on the air, and thank you very much indeed for talking to us, Larry Donnelly, uh, law lecturer at NUI Galway and political columnist at thejournal.ie. You can only imagine what the feeling is like in this small little city of Vivalda, which is about eighty miles, by the way, west of San Antonio, and this elementary school, an elementary school, by the way, for most for Irish people who don't understand what that means, is a primary school. Uh, it's Rob Elementary School. And it's a small little school. Uh, the school teacher is in her forties, forty-four years of age. Ava Morales. She's dead. She was shot along with 19 children. And one can only imagine what that must be like. But to give us a bit more information, is Chris Cruz, who's producer of Blaze Media, and he's from Dallas and Texas. Good afternoon to you. Good, well, <laughs> good morning to you, Chris, I should probably say. Good morning, Niall. Thank you for having me. Um, I don't know what the sense or how people are feeling. There was only a shooting, t- of course, two weeks ago uh, in America that was, of course, motivated racially. There doesn't seem to be any motivation behind this shooting at all, apart from somebody with a serious mental health problem, obviously. Um, what is this the feeling at the moment in this? I suppose it is a reasonably small town, mainly a majority Hispanic, I believe. Yes, mainly Hispanic, and it's very interesting because right now the feeling is very that our government has failed us. Um, it doesn't matter who is in power, but the one thing I'm noticing a lot of people are kind of like putting poli- politics to a side of kind of like the gun control uh, rhetoric, mm-hmm. but to the point where like, okay, what is, what is the government going to do to better get a hold of this mental health crisis that is happening in the young men here in America. Um, we've noticed a lot of young men just getting completely lost in this um, online uh, rhetoric of, you know, supremacy and people being better than each other. So, it, so a lot of people are asking the question of what is the government going to do other than the typical talking points from a Republican side and a Democrat side? I mean, this is the 27th school shooting this year, and we're only halfway through the year. Now, of course, this is the second worst school shooting in American history, next to Sandy Hook. And I can't imagine what it must be like for parents, as I mentioned earlier on to Larry Donnelly, who we're talking about, who's an American attorney. And I can't imagine what it would be like to get a phone call from a principal of a school to say that your child is one of 19 that has been shot dead. I mean, young children, of course. I mean, and, and this is becoming a regular occurrence. I think people would always be afraid to send their children to school in America now. Yeah, and it's, uh, I was, uh, I heard of a story of one of the fourth graders that was killed. His name is uh, uh, Xavier Lopez. He was 10 years old. His mom was attending uh, that day. His award ceremony an hour before the school shooting, and he passed away. Um, he was killed at the elementary school. So receive a bunch of videos from uh, parents that are still now waiting to hear back uh, to see if their child is either in San Antonio 
or if the child is dead at the elementary school. So um, they're asking parents to submit uh, DNA samples to see which, you know, what category they are. But even to today, still, parents are waiting in the parking lot, and the videos that I received from reporters is you can hear the screams at the parking lot of parents finding out that, sadly, their kid was killed in this hor- horrific act. Because you're going there, and I don't know how many kids are in the... It's a small school. I've seen pictures, images of the building, and it's, it's a small school. I don't know how many it holds, maybe 100 kids or so. So you're going hoping your your child is not one of those 19 kids, and the odds are your child is going to be one of those 19 because it's obviously the odds are quite high because it's a small school. So that must be a terrible situation to walk into that wondering if one of them is your children. And not only that, I don't know how many were injured. How many more were injured? Are you aware of many are injured as well? So right now we have, to my understanding, it was the update as of 7 p. as of uh, 7.40 p.m. Eastern Time, there was 18 students and three teachers, and the suspects were uh, pronounced dead. Uh, the injured, last time we checked, it was uh, about 40. Wow. But injuries, that's, you know, that could be people getting trampled. That could be people, you know... Who uh, just confused. fell on the way out the door running. Yes, of course, of course. Exactly. But so some of those could very, be life-changing you know, injuries too as well. They could have been shot too, so... Exactly. So, it could, you know, the injury doesn't say, you know, what kind of injuries, but I believe it was last time we checked, it was about 40. Um, but we don't know what the sense uh, of injuries is. It could be trampled, it could be shot, it could be uh, ricochet, it could be, you know, passed out and the police just took them. But one thing that changed overnight was that the grandmother um, that believed that was shot and died of the shooter, she's still alive. That's right. I believe she is still alive. Oh my God, I, yeah, I can't so, imagine how she must feel, by the way. She, must, she probably feels yeah, like she'd be better and, off well, have died. Yeah, and our border agents, that's why they're saying that uh, um, it all started with that, where the shooter uh, killed at that point, they thought the grandma was, was dead, but uh, shot the grandma, uh, went to social media uh, on Instagram, uh, contacted uh, a random person on Instagram, and basically told that person what he was going to do, and then went and act on it. And what do we know about Salvador, Salvador Ramos, apart from the fact, obviously, first responders? Uh, or, or was he shot by first responders, or did he take his own life, by the way? He was shot, according to the reports uh, this morning, he was shot by Border Patrol agents. Okay. So as soon as the uh, active shooting started at the elementary school, this Border Patrol just went right through, and with no backup, he went in and shot the okay. uh, the shooter. What do, we, what do we know about him? Has he presented in the past with mental health problems, or has he come to the attention of the FBI or anybody in the past? The only thing that we cannot confirm, but it was brought up a lot, was that this could have been a um, illegal crossing from Mexico mm-hmm. that they were trying to uh, do a warrant for. But this is just nothing confirmed. This is just people, uh, reporters trying to put the mask. Because I believe the town is about eighty to sixty miles okay. from the border. Yeah. Um, so they believe that uh, this was a illegal crossing over, 
and then this happened. But nothing confirmed by the local uh, law enforcement or CPS, uh, CPS or the border agents. All right, well, look, it is a horrific and tragic story. Uh, again, as somebody mentioned earlier on to us, you know, Joe Biden has called for a conversation, you know, people to stand up to the gunmakers and lobbyists um, who prevent what they call common sense gun laws. But like every other president and every other lawmaker, this will be just forgotten about in a week's time, sadly, and it'll happen again. Absolutely. And that's what, what that's one thing that a lot of Americans I'm noticing, especially on social media, that a lot of Americans are tired of the talking points and it's time to either, if you're going to do the gun control laws, then go ahead and do it. Or if we're going to focus on mental health and actually mm-hmm. on the hearts of mind of people, then it's time to do that okay. too. Well, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate you coming on the air to talk to us. Chris Cruz, who's producer of Blaze Media in Dallas, Texas. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.